clear indication that iman has a taste you understand the taste of things but our understanding of what is taste will depend on what we have really tasted like a person who has perhaps never tasted anything sweet in his life from childhood somehow he grew up never tasted a sweet thing in his life doesn't know what sugar and hasn't tasted anything that has the slightest bit of sweetness any fruit or anything and now much into his childhood maybe or maybe his teens now for the first time give him something that is bitter sweet there's a tinge of bitterness in it also but for the first time there's something that is partly sweet he thinks that there's nothing like this in the world this is not even yet sweet it's bitter sweet but because he's never tasted anything sweet in his life this suddenly sounds like everything in the world to him and then sometime later somebody gives him something maybe with a half a teaspoon sugar in some water or milk and he thinks that this is even beyond this world so he hasn't tasted what sweetness when he hasn't tasted sweetness what does he know it's reality a person who is begging out on the street and people are putting in coins in his hand somebody is putting in a 20 cent coin and somebody a 50 cent coin and he is taking it as it comes and after some time somebody passes by and they put a 10 rand note in his hand so that 10 rand note when he sees that normally he takes him the whole day maybe to collect that 10 rands and now when somebody dropped in a 10 rand note in his hand he cannot contain his happiness he is thinking that this is 
Like today my whole Jannat has opened out for me. So somebody else passing by who has got 10,000 rands in his pocket and maybe 10 million rands in the bank, he looks at it and he feels sorry for the person, shame, poor person, that he is so excited over this 10 rands. Because he is now talking on the basis of 10 million in the bank, 10,000 in his pocket. So he looks at that person getting so excited over 10 rands, and he says, well, he's sympathizing in his heart with him. So likewise, we have also, because of being deceived by dunya, we also sometimes think we have achieved something very, very sweet, something very pleasurable in terms of the things of dunya. Somebody has tasted somewhat what he thinks is the taste of wealth, somebody the taste of some other pleasures and leisures, somebody the taste of, unfortunately, the so-called taste of haram. And a person thinks this is the be-all and end-all. It can't be anything beyond this. But somebody who has seen reality, somebody who knows what's beyond that, he will be making dua in his heart. Allah Ta'ala bless this person also with the reality. It is like that example that Mawlana Rum Rahmatullah gives of that one worm. It went all the way from up the stalk and traveled all the way and came up to a leaf. And it sat down on the leaf and started spending its life there that this is the be-all and end-all. Subhanallah, this leaf, look how green it is. But just a little bit up beyond that leaf was the grape. Now this worm got caught up in the leaf and his whole life came out in the leaf. It just took a little bit more effort to go a little higher up. They would have tasted that juice of that grape. Then it understood that this leaf cannot even be compared to the grape. To try to compare the leaf to the grape is an insult to the grape. So unfortunately, because of not having tasted the sweetness of Iman, Iman has a sweetness. Not having tasted the sweetness of Iman, everything else seems to have a terrific taste for us, seems to be something out of this world for us. But this is all just less than that leaf. It's not even the leaf. It is far less than that leaf. And we are depriving ourselves of the juice of that grape. Allah's Nabi is giving us the prescription of how to acquire the juice of the grape. Where all the leisures and pleasures of this dunya will all fade into non-existence in our hearts, hearts and minds. And it will just be there, we will use it. But when a person has the real thing, then it is like somebody has got a real fruit and on the side somebody is giving him something very shiny and bright and really sparkling, but it's a fake. It's an artificial thing. So who's going to be interested in an artificial thing when he's got the real fruit in his hand? No matter how glittery and how glamorous that might look and what shine it might have, but when he has the real thing in his hand, why would he be even bothered to look at it? So Allah's Nabi is saying to us that we get the real thing. How are you going to get the real thing? So first this halawate imani, the sweetness of iman. This is the meaning of sweetness of iman, that there is a physical experience of this sweetness. Like a person eats something sweet, there's a physical experience of sweetness within him. He 
if he has eaten something bitter and now he wants to sweeten himself and he takes something sweet, he can make out the world of difference between the two. There's a physical experience. So similarly, there's a physical experience of the sweetness of Iman. It's not something just imaginary. It's not something just for the dream world. Something just to appease somebody. That, or you carry on, something will come. It's a real thing. And it's something that Ahlullah speak about on the base of their having experienced it. And somebody says, but I don't know what it means. So such a person will be told, Iza lam taral hilal, fasallim unasin ra'ohu bil absari. Supposing now it's the 29th of Ramadan and a few people come and they say we saw the moon. So now everybody will celebrate Eid the next day. If somebody says, till I don't see the moon, I won't celebrate Eid. I must see it myself, otherwise I'm not going to celebrate Eid. So maybe 31 days will pass also, he still won't celebrate Eid. So when some, some people have seen the moon, who are reliable, then he's going to accept their word. We're going to go by it, that this is something real. And together with the real physical experience of the sweetness of Iman, this sweetness of Iman brings sweetness in the A'mal of Iman also. When a person has acquired the sweetness of Iman, then the natural effect of this is istilzazu ta'at. He starts enjoying his ibadat. At one time that ibadat was a burden for him. Now he is waiting for the time of ibadat. Wada aane ka shabe akhir me hai, subah se intizare sham hai. That he has been promised that I will meet you at night. The beloved has promised him, I will meet you at night. So the appointment time is at night. From the morning he is waiting for night now. So this is not just the fake beloveds of this world. In other words, he has this appointment with Allah Ta'ala. That at the time of tahajjud, it is my meeting time with Allah Ta'ala. So now from the morning, he can't wait for tahajjud time. Let alone for Isha Salah, he's even waiting for tahajjud. He's going to sleep, but he's waiting what time will be tahajjud time. It must be the case when this halawati imani has come in. Now there'll be still zazu ta'at. There'll be this enjoyment in ibadat. Though that enjoyment itself is not the objective. If a person doesn't get any special feeling in his ibadat, or he's performing his ibadat correctly, then he is still moving ahead, he's progressing. And he will still gain the proximity of Allah Ta'ala. That is not to be made the objective, neither is that to be made the criterion for a person's progress. The objective is the ibadat itself. But Allah Ta'ala will bless him with this. Still zazu ta'at. And وَتَحَمُّلُ الْمَشَاقِ فِي مَرْضَاتِ اللَّهِ When this halawati imani has come, he will be more than happy to undertake any difficulty for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. Difficulty, what in our sense is difficulty, to wake up for fajr in the early morning of summer, he will be more than happy for this. To give up haram, if this is going to break his heart, he'll say let the heart break. Doesn't matter. بچا بچا کے نہ رکھ کہ آئینہ ہے وہ آئینہ کہ شکستہ ہو تو عزیز تر ہے نگاہ آئینہ ساز میں he'll be saying that don't try to save this heart this mirror this mirror of this heart from breaking this is such a mirror 
that when it breaks, it is more beloved in the sight of its maker. Normally something breaks, the person says, now it's a waste of time, now throw it away. Something that breaks, he says it's useless now. And the heart is such a thing, that when it breaks for Allah Ta'ala, then this broken heart is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala. So now he says, break the heart, is okay. I won't look at haram, even my heart breaks. That glance, I will not take it. Come what may. I will not stretch my hand towards that haram. I will not let that one step go towards haram. If my heart breaks, it will break for Allah Ta'ala. No problem. And he be prepared to give preference to undertaking any difficulty for Allah Taala over all the wealth of the world. You can't buy him off with anything. Allah's Nabi From that time, this has been the case that when a person is being trying to be distracted, nafs and shaitan will use what? Somebody will come along. One of the agents will come along to present wealth and woman in front of the person. Allah's Nabi Salaam also, they came and presented the same thing. Why are you coming with all this? I'm creating dissension now. Somebody is becoming a believer and now the rest of his family are not. Now you are creating dissension between father and son and between husband and wife and between all. Father, give up the dawat. Leave alone this deen and iman one side. And in return, what do you want? We'll give you. You want to become the wealthiest person? We'll make you the wealthiest person. We'll gather all the wealth and give it to you. And you want to get married to the most beautiful woman, we'll get the most beautiful woman married to you. Wealth and woman from that day. Even before. So shaitan will keep coming with this. But when a person has gained halawat of iman, then the whole world can't buy him off. Nabi Salaam said, وُدِعَتِ الشَّمْسُ فِي يَمِينِ وَالْقَمَرُ فِي يَسَادِ What are you talking about? All this futile things of the dunya. If you can bring the sun and put it in my one hand, and put the moon in my other hand. Then too I won't stop giving the da'wat of Allah. Until my life goes. So this halawat imani. This comes, then the whole deen won't just become easy, it'll become a pleasure. One is to become easy. It'll become an enjoyment. It'll become a pleasure to sacrifice for Allah. So Allah's Nabi Wasallam is giving us the prescription of how to make this beloved to us. So we're going to bring three things within ourselves. The first thing Nabi Wasallam says, Man kana Allahu wa rasooluhu ahabba ilayhi mimma siwahuma. Allah and His Rasul Wasallam become more beloved to a person than everything else. Allah and His Nabi Wasallam become more beloved then this is the first thing that he has achieved. This is the first step towards gaining halawat of iman. And what is this that Allah and His Nabi Islam become more beloved? When there's true love in the heart, and a person gives his health, his wealth, his time, his feelings, his aspirations, everything for the beloved. And he only takes from there what he wants, what the beloved wants him to take. And for the haram love of this world, we see this happening all the time. For the haram and futile love of this world, people will give their health, their wealth, their time, and their feelings, and their aspirations, and their whole dunya and akhirat. 
they'll sacrifice their parents, person will sacrifice his wife, his halal wife, he'll discard his children, person will get involved in whatever that he'll lose all his wealth also, just for the sake of that haram love. So when Allah and his Nabi Islam become more beloved to a person, then his health, his wealth, his time, his feelings, his aspirations, everything will be for Allah and his Nabi Islam. It is like he's given everything away as a gift to Allah Ta'ala. Because Allah Ta'ala has given him everything as a gift already. So the details of this are many, time is limited. But this is the first aspect that has to come into his life. Allah and his Nabi Islam become more beloved. And we look in the lives of the Sahaba Ikram, they showed us what this means. Allah is Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam become more beloved. They were ready for anything, any kind of difficulty, any hardship, any sacrifice. But they will not sacrifice anything in terms of deen. Not give up anything in terms of deen. They will not sacrifice this love for Allah Ta'ala for anything else. Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala he says, do what you want. You can only persecute my physical self. But this love for Allah Ta'ala is beyond everything. Ahad. Bas, Allah is one. So that made this difficulty also a pleasure. And all the various incidents of the Sahaba Ikram, which we, alhamdulillah, listen to, we should be constantly listening to it, be part of the talim that takes place in our masajid daily, and keep refreshing this and imbibing the spirit of the Sahaba Ikram in our hearts and lives. And what will bring this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala in our hearts? There are many things. But among the things, just briefly some of the aspects that are very, very effective in bringing this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. One is reciting the Quran Sharif and with pondering over the Quran Sharif. At least the few surahs that we may know with the meaning we are pondering what Allah Ta'ala is saying to us. With tadabbur. Then, constant zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Regular zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Third thing, pondering over the favors of Allah Ta'ala. How many times we ponder the whole day about so many things. About what I'm going to do and what, what happened and how I'm going to do this and how that will happen. But have we sat and pondered how much has Allah Ta'ala blessed me? What ni'mas of Allah Ta'ala have been showered upon me? What shukr did I make for this? Pondering over the ni'mas of Allah Ta'ala. And together with that, undertaking difficulties that may come in one's way for Allah Ta'ala's sake. Not that a person asks for difficulties. But if some challenge came, he stands up to the challenge. And being in the company of the lovers of Allah Ta'ala. These things bring the love of Allah Ta'ala in his heart. So the first thing was, Man kaan Allah wa Rasuluhu ahabba ilayhi mimma siwahumma. The second thing Nabi Islam mentions, Man ahabba abdan la yuhibbuhu illa lillah. That a person loves his fellow Muslim only for Allah Ta'ala. And this is something that is not exclusive to just one person or somebody else. For every Muslim, a heart filled with love for every believer. And Nabi Islam's love extended beyond that too. It extended to every human being. And it extended even to the animals. And Nabi Islam's love for humanity was what made him 
overcome whatever the challenges were, and no matter what the pain was given to him, that too just faded into insignificance. The love for every person made Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam forget all this and bring every person towards Iman. Can we imagine Nabi Sallallahu love for his uncle Hazrat Hamza radiallahu ta'ala an? What great love he had for him. The Hamza was a great support for him. And now comes the time of Uhud. And as Hamza radiallahu ta'ala is martyred, not only martyred, but his body is mutilated. And badly mutilated. Nabi sallallahu when he sees this, he is so moved. And Sahaba Ikram say that this was one occasion when we heard some sound of his cry. Otherwise, you would see the tears rolling down his Mubarak cheeks, but you would not hear any sound. But this was one occasion that he was so greatly moved that some sound could be heard also. Can you imagine what grief came? And yet Nabi Wasallam is sending one message after another to the person who was responsible for this martyrdom. You also come to Iman, we'll forgive you too. The incident is lengthy, we have heard it many times. When Nabi Wasallam sends this message to Hazrat Wahshi And he says, but this ayat has got this condition of those who did not commit zina, and did not commit murder, and did not do all these things. And I did all this. Then another ayat of the Quran Sharif is revealed. Nabi Islam sends another message that Allah Ta'ala will forgive. He says, but I don't know whether I will do any amal salih. This is a condition. Eventually the ayat comes. That say, oh my servants who have transgressed against their souls, don't become despondent of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Inna Allah Allah Ta'ala will forgive all of us. Come back. Come to Allah Ta'ala. So Wahshi who was responsible for this martyrdom, due to which Nabi Islam had been grieved so much, and the effects of that grief did not go away. And that is the reason why after he accepted Islam, Nabi Islam said to him, Hal Can you stay out of my gaze, my direct gaze? Not because I don't want to see you, but because if I see you and I keep getting reminded about my uncle, and if this keeps bringing the grief fresh in my heart, that must not become a barrier to you benefiting. That was not for his personal self, but just so that this companion of his also should not get deprived in any way. After the such deep hurt, it is a time of the conquest of Makkah Mukarramah, and now that entire group of people that were at the forefront of giving Nabi Wasallam untold grief and hardship and misery and those who slaughtered his sahaba ikram those who were responsible for the eventual martyrdom of his daughter when Hazrat Zainab radiallahu was making hijrat they were the ones who came and uh, caused her to fall off that camel as a result of which she suffered a miscarriage and eventually she even passed away as a result of the wound that she sustained all this is in front of him. And now these people are at his mercy. Let alone say anything, one indication of the finger would have had all their heads chopped off. And there was nobody to ask anything. And they now plead for mercy. Those who were at the forefront of persecuting him are saying, please have mercy on us. And Nabi Islam's response, 
My only words to you today will be the words Yusuf Islam said to his brothers. No revenge. The heart that is filled with love can say this. The heart that harbors hatred, the heart that harbors enmity, the heart that is filled with the fire of revenge, that heart can't say anything like this. That heart can't even think about it. Let alone say it. And Allah's Nabi Islam is spontaneously saying it. You may go. So man ahabba abdan la yuhibbuhu illa lillah. The love is only for Allah Ta'ala. And what is the indication that this, this love is only for Allah Ta'ala? La yazidu bil bir wa la yanqusu bil jafa. That this love doesn't increase because the person now is good to you. Because he is showing some favors, now this love increases. And if he just withholds that favor, now that love decreases. That love then is not for Allah Ta'ala. That love is for favors. When the favors were coming, then everything was very good. Now the favors stopped, so now everything is a problem. No, then that is not for Allah Ta'ala. That is for favors. That is humbud dunya. So that love for Allah Ta'ala is not dependent on anything else. Only for Allah Ta'ala. So now, when this is the case with loving every single human being for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, then what about those who are close to us? Our own parents, our kith and kin, and as the circle grows, extended family, etc. There's so much of emphasis in deen on this. This is part of that same love because we are required to generate this love. Have hearts of love. Dunya is dunya. There'll be ups and downs all the time. Somebody will make a mistake, we'll make a mistake tomorrow, he'll make a mistake the next day. Life will carry on. But if there's hearts filled with love, then all these things will shade, just disappear. It'll be easy to just overcome it and carry on with life. But when the hearts are not filled with love, then everything will become a thorn. Everything, the smallest thorn will become a huge problem. So this is the second lesson Nabi Islam is giving. And the last thing, that a person dislikes going into kufr, just as he would dislike being thrown into fire. So one is kufr, kufr is reality. person gives up his iman, and goes into kufr, na'uzubillah. Allah ta'ala forbid. The other is the a'mal of kufr. The haram, the sins. That he detests sins. Just as he detests going into fire. When a person has achieved these three things, he'll achieve the halawat of iman. The sweetness of iman. And when the sweetness of iman comes, then nothing in the world can buy that iman off. Nothing in the world can distract this person from doing something against the dictates of this iman. And the whole world can be presented to him, but he'll remain loyal to Allah. So this is what we have to aspire for, what we have to try to acquire. And when a person acquires this, then he'll realize all these years he was sitting on the leaf. The grape was just above. Just a little bit more effort and he'll get to the grape. Now he will realize that what I was wasting my time in all these futile things. And I was thinking I was enjoying life and I was having a great time. I was actually wasting my time. I was totally deprived. Like that person got so excited with the 10 rands, like the whole jannat opened out for him. The person walking past him is feeling sorry for him. 
He's feeling sorry on his excitements. He's feeling sorry that, just imagine now, on 10 runs this person is jumping like the whole world opened out for him. So likewise, when we will someday, inshallah, with the grace of Allah, ta'ala, when we too will taste that sweetness of Iman, that we'll feel sorry about how we deprived ourselves of this great gift of Allah, ta'ala, and this great wealth from Allah, ta'ala, that we spent our time in all the futile things, and the things that just merely just deceived us. No reality in it. But the prescription again, as explained in the things that will acquire the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, that we have to undertake these things with regularity, the dhikr, the tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, and being in the environments of deen, and being in the company of the Ahlullah, the lovers of Allah Ta'ala, this transfers from heart to heart, and in this way, that love which is in the hearts of the Ahlullah, we'll also get some ayat of it. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala bless us all with the sweetness of Iman. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلمنا إمن أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 لا إله إلا الله
محمد الرسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم دل میرا ہو جائے ایک میدان تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آبو گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفسوں شیتا دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار ناما سیاح تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یارب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی علیہ وسلم اللہ اللہ جل جلالہ عمن والہ
اللہ اللہ کیسا پیارا نام ہے عاشقوں کا مینا اور جام ہے اللہ اللہ کیسا پیارا نام ہے عاشقوں کا مینا اور جام ہے آہرا جز آسما ہمدم نبون راز را غیر خدا محرم نبون آہرا جز آسما ہمدم نبون راز را غیر خدا محرم نبون الہی ای بندران اسوامکن گر بدم من سر من پیدامکن الہی بندرا رسوا مکن گر بدم من سر من پیدامکن ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آ جا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آ جا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی مٹا دے اپنی ہستی کو چھوڑ دے ساری بستی کو بستی بستی کہتا جا اللہ 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 محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی علیہ وسلم اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اخفر وارحم واعفو وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم إنك أنت الأعز الأكرم اللهم إنا نسلك إيمانا كاملا ويقينا صادقا ورزقا واسعا ورزقا حلالا طيبا مباركا وشفاء من كل داء وتجارة لن تبور اللهم إنا نسلك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وأحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان الہ العالمین اللہ اموس مسیفل کھائن اللہ اموس گریشس اللہ الہ العالمین اللہ فکیف آل اوہ سنسی اللہ یا اللہ وی سنسیلی ریپنٹنگ یا اللہ وی امیکنگ سنسی توبہ فو آل دا رونگ وی افدن یا اللہ الہ العالمین یو فکیف اس یا اللہ میک اس لائک دا دی وی وی بون یا اللہ الہ العالمین فو ہاو لونگ وی آر گوئن تو بی کانٹینیوینگ تو فائن یا اللہ ٹائنگ تو فائن پیس ان آل دی ادر تنگز یا اللہ Ya Allah, where it's not kept, we are looking for it there, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us the correct understanding, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from looking for pleasure in all the haram, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from looking for pleasure in all the things that will take us away from you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, grant us the pleasure of ibadat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the sweetness of iman, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, fill our hearts with the halawat of iman, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, let us be able to, Ya Allah, fulfill all your commands with ease, Ya Allah. 
Ilahul Alamin, grant us the pleasure of every ibadat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, grant us the sweetness of dua, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, grant us the sweetness of zikr, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us the pleasure of tilawat of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, make salah the coolness of our eyes, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, save us from every haram, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the ears, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the tongue, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the heart, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you purify us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, remove the difficulties from the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, shower down your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the suffering from the ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the oppression from the ummah, Ya Allah. Grant the oppressors also hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, if hidayat is not decreed for them, wipe them out from the face of this earth, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, give us a tawfiq of fulfilling all your commands, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us the akhlaq of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with the love for every person, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, let that love be solely for your pleasure, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, save us from all the haram love, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, remove all the haram from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give everyone, Ya Allah, barakat in the rizq, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, save each one from every haram, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant everyone, Ya Allah, halal and tayyib rizq, Ya Allah. Save us from every drop and every grain of haram, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, grant us all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu asked for. Ya Allah, whatever Rasulullah sallallahu sought refuge from, Ya Allah, we also seeking refuge from all those things, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balagh wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-ali al-azim ilahu al-alamin all those are sick give them shifaya kamila ajila mustamira daima Ya Allah, all those are in debts, Ya Allah, remove their debts with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, whatever difficulties anybody is in, remove it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever pious aspirations anyone has, fulfill it, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's needs from the khazana ghayb, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaag. ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحابه المعين والحمد لله